ladies and gentlemen, please give a massive Edinburgh welcome for Johnny and the Baptists! Hello, Paddy. How are you? Hello. Hello, Jonathan. I'm okay. How are you? I'm okay. I think we should talk about COVID-19 today. Oh, <laughs> what a hot what a hot topic. Well, I thought it was about time. Um, yeah. You've had okay. a bit of an incident. Um, yeah. Well, that's, well, that immediately makes it sound more dangerous than it is. Oh, uh, what happened? Well, I'm not, I'm not ill. No, but you've had a, you've had a whirlwind romance with, um... Uh, with with the the testing system, yeah, it's been. I mean, I mean, uh, have you got you know have you got the app the 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 one to scan into places yes. and stuff like that? Yeah, so that constantly flips on and off, telling me like every fifteen minutes it's like, oh, you might be very sick. Oh no, hang on, don't worry, we checked. It's okay <laughs> all the time. Um, and so I've gotten quite used to now being more even more cautious than usual. But no, we. Um, we had some work this week in Trowbridge. We did, um, and uh, the we home of fun. For, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. The, the, yeah, <laughs> we were away for a night. Uh, we stayed in a prem, just like old times. Yeah, on like, tour, like old touring. Yep, exactly. And if anything, the prem was even more sterile than usual. It was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? It's so weird. I've never enjoyed staying in a prem before, but actually, the sort of uh, sterile. Um, incredibly boring identikit room it was very relaxing. Oh, I loved it because there was no, I... <laughs> there's no danger of anything because it's literally like, of course, the surfaces are clean. They're all tiny and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, you say you've never enjoyed staying in a prem. I mean, right, it's I one have. up from the lodge. I've I often mean... enjoyed staying in a prem over a lodge. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, except you know, when we're in Lancaster, they don't have a prem. You got to stay in the lodge in Lancaster. <laughs> we've we've started staying in other hotels in Lancaster because the Travelodge. Travelodge is such a miserable experience. I remember once um, there, there was like really, there were people shouting and screaming on our floor, like having a, you know, they were having a party. It's about three yeah. in the morning. And I went down to the staff to ask if they could do something. And I was like, there's this thing going on. And they were like, yeah. That's what it's like here. It's like, That's what it is. Great. Okay. <laughs> so we'll I'll, never I'll just, stay I'm, again. I'm just calling front desk because there's there's actually four men smoking outside my bedroom yeah. door. Yeah. yeah. And they're yeah. like, yeah. yeah, no, we asked them to move, but um, they're all larger than us. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, in this prem, that's super good, and uh, and then we came back from Trobridge the next day, and, and on the way home. Uh, I got a call from my flatmates saying... On the way home. On the way home, I got a little call from my flatmates. Um, And they said that there had been an outbreak at one of their offices and I wasn't allowed to come back. Yay! Um, (laughs) So they were waiting on test results. Basically, uh, uh, Deuteronomy got sent home from work um, because one one of her... it's, it's, It's these kind of threads, isn't it? It's like one of her office sharing mates children's mate at school had tested positive so they had to then track and trace all this kind of thing everyone got sent home everyone had to test um so they had to wait for their test results if it came back positive i would also have to get a test because it could have happened more than two days before okay yeah um but but you were uh, staying said, away until a negative result came exactly out. so i had to say i stayed with two friends that had already had coronavirus at the beginning and you bubbled with it's rob uh, exactly um and uh 
Yes, and I stayed with them for two nights, three nights, something like that. Um, you know, for the 24-hour system to, to have its 72-hour turnaround time. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, and it was it kind of it threw everything a little into disarray. I had plenty of work to be getting on with Rob, but I think it really made me think about... Not, I mean, we're normally away from home for quite a long stretch of time at any given time, and I'm very used to it, and I have Yeah, no... but we're very busy. You know, like, when, when we're away, you've got to be doing stuff. Whereas you were stuck somewhere and wanted to be mm. home. And... Yes, I... I really wanted to be home, and like, I'm. I found that quite unusual mm. because normally I'm like, okay, if like when we used to book our tours, do you remember we'd be like, look, the maximum we'd be away for this is obviously pre you having a daughter, it'd be like the maximum we can be away for is twelve days, and we yeah. have to come back for the second weekend. Yeah. Um. And uh. Yeah. And and now I was. I mean, you know, within even on the way back from Trowbridge, I was like, oh, I can't wait to. I'm gonna get home. I'm gonna. I'm gonna clean my clothes. I, you know, like I'm gonna yeah. sit in that chair I like. I was so mm. excited having been away for one night. No, and that is a good told, chair, though. I know it's a great <laughs> chair. And then suddenly being told you have to be away for more. I, I, I got really homesick really yeah. fast. Well, I think things are different. Obviously, you people who spend you know you and I tour all the time and have done nonstop for so long. And before yeah. we were doing this, you mm. were a student and students mm. are always sort of traveling around and doing stuff. And I yeah. was, uh, uh, um, I'd been doing this with Danny, my former, um, double mm. partner. And, and I also been working a job in Paris before yeah. in a, in a sort of way that sounds romantic, but it was actually terribly sad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <miserable>. <laughs> um, had a job in Paris. Oh wow, that's so cool! No, I was bullied and I hated it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was really, really miserable. Um, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so we're we're, we're not. We're, I suppose what I'm trying to say is um, we, we, we've been on the road for so long that it's sort of quite normal. But you've just yeah. spent the last eight nine months at home. And suddenly you're much more like, you know, when someone is like, I've not, I've only spent two nights away from my partner in the last year. Um, yeah. And they're like, of course, once you get into that rhythm, it's really hard to, to change. I mean, yeah. I think the sort of the lockdowns and the things that, you know, this reality that we now live in has changed a lot of things. I last night went out for dinner with Josie. And, oh, lovely. Um, anyway, it was on the high street in Seven Sisters. And I suddenly felt really nervous and anxious. And it, it was just nice people walking about, going about their day, having, you know, finishing their evening. But I I don't know what it was. I hadn't been on a busy street. Mm. Um, I think all mm. those things are really, they're quite hard, that sort of change. Yeah, so, you know, we're, we're all going to get used to it, sure. But it has already been, yeah, you know, been nearly a year of this. And I'm still as... Well, don't say that. It's not been nearly a year. It's been I nine know, well, months. Yeah, so oh sorry. Yeah, yeah. Three has it been that it's been year. seven months? How many months has it been? Uh, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. It's been seven months. Oh I, yeah, okay, cool. All right, fine. It feels yeah, anyway. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, I understand that anxiety. I I get the same, but I, I really wasn't expecting it from home. And and mm. but you're right. I mean, haven't you you know, we get used to it and I think also there's all the other things you're nervous about. Like I was I was immediately like, fuck what if I what if I give it to Benny or what yeah, what yeah, if sure. what what if they come back negative but but I actually was positive and I did you know all this and then we worked it all out and was like actually we're all fine and we're all tested. So what happened in the end? When did the test results come back for you for um uh, your housemates? Um I think well we were off I think I got home 
about midnight on Friday. So they got it at uh, mid-evening Friday, by which point I was already home. having dinner and, you know, stuff like that. So I came home after that. Okay. Um, and it was great. And they were, they were know, both negative. Moon. <laughs> yeah, both negative, oh. uh, test-wise, but delighted to have me home. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's so funny because I, I don't know, I was, I was so, so like, yeah, man, it's chill. I'll just stay at Rob's. Like, it's all good. And I don't know. And there's also that thing about, like, uh, you never want to be in the way when you're at someone's house. Sure. And I'm not at Rob's ever. I mean, it, we don't have that sort of relationship with no, Rob no. And, uh, and his partner, Rachel. Um, but, you know, ju- just on the off chart, I didn't... Uh, and because I was, I was sort of... Bu- I, I'm bubbled with them, but I was like, ah, I'm having to stay here through necessity. So even if you did have a night where you're like, actually, we want to do this, can you bugger off for a night? I kind of can't. And even though that didn't happen whatsoever, I got nervous that it would. Um, yeah, they I ended mean, up getting lots of work done and having a you know d- a nice a different environment, which, you know, and they've got a dog, they've they got scout. Which is dog. If you don't know, we're talking about Rob. Who uh, uh, those of you who um, some of you will will know him because he's in all the live shows. Uh, yeah. he, uh, he, I suppose, is the third Baptist in many ways. In well, in all ways, in, mm. in, in many years, really. And he, <laughs> uh, he's produced pretty much every recorded piece of work we've done since 2013. Yeah. Um, we, we we two wonderful people, Ollie Horton and uh, Sam Dyson, were responsible yeah. for our earlier stuff, and they're both amazing um, sound engineers who we will yeah. work and well, engineers, producers, sorry, yeah. um, desi- sound designers. They're sort of you know two very talented people, but we work with Rob now, um, and um, you know Rob is as close I think to a member of family as can be without being legally related so yeah it, exactly it and we tried to get those documents and it turns uh, out it's just really hard to hard forward. to come by actually yeah um but he said to me i said how was having paddy to stay and he said really lovely he cleaned the kitchen one day when i was having a stress and it was like being married to me <laughs> that was exactly the thought process that went through my head. It was because you know you know what it was. Mm. It was you and I had a FaceTime. Rob and I were working together. Yeah. And I was like, oh by the way, at, at twelve or something, Johnny's gonna call. He's like, yeah, yeah, no worries or whatever. And um I I think maybe I should have left the room. Sure. But we were both working at the same desk. And when we picked up, it wasn't like, hey, dude, how are you? Yeah, is everything all right? It was like, oh, hello, man, name is Like, <laughs> yeah, all this kind of shit. <laughs> and we did that for, like, a good ten minutes. Oh, sure. That and, can be annoying. And, uh, and uh, you know, I moved into the living room, but that is very much That's the same within room. six feet of him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you started trying to talk to him, and he said, listen, to be honest, lads, I'm I've... I'm not paying attention to either of you, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna. I th- I think you're more stressed than usual." <laughs> so, um, yeah, and he had a, he had a hell of a day, and so, oh. you know, when you sort of try to quietly help, um, sure. that's and, my thing, uh, and I'm often slightly. Ha- <laughs> <laughs> I'm often I'm like both quiet little, and helpful. <laughs> yeah, but when it's a, you're quiet and helpful, sure. Like, <laughs> but when you're in people's houses, you're like they have a way of doing. Yeah, things. yeah, of course, of course. Like I, you know, I could, I can quietly help at yours because I've spent so much time at your house. Like I know, you know, I know where your cups are if I'm going to make you sure, a coffee, sure. or I, you know, I know we shouldn't eat that because it's probably meant for your daughter, etc. Yeah. With Rob and Rachel, we've been there a lot, but I know they have systems and married you life. You haven't learned them. 
Exactly. Some of those systems, I don't want to do something that I think is really nice for Rob, only to find out that Rachel will kill me. <laughs> also, I don't have systems. No, very few. <laughs> Everything's just a, like if you clean. Yeah, anything, where's your hat? Been... Oh, it's somewhere under the chair. Which It'll... chair? Oh, it depends. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, if anyone did anything helpful around the house, I'd be like, "Great, that's amazing. That's one last thing." Oh, I've broken it. You know, <laughs> I've got no. <laughs> oh, that's really sweet that he said that because I was, I was sort of like, "What can I? What can I?" I'm like, I can't take the dog for a walk because what if the dog runs away? Like that, I'll just make it worse. Like, oh, oh, God, I, I can't do Could I put on all his clothes and do a sort of funny dance? Ah, oh, some people don't like that. No, that's that's fair. So I'm meant today to be going to visit one of my, my best friends and his family. I'm godfather to his eldest son. But I sort of mm-hmm. see myself really as godfather to all the children. Yeah, sort of mother sort of, goose. I'm, I'm mother goose father. <laughs> Yeah, your unky duck. <laughs> yeah, um, and anyway, their their eldest son, who is um... John Candy. No. <laughs> God, I miss John Candy. Sorry, it's because no, I, I said say... unky duck, and then I was like, oh, now I can't stop thinking about John Candy. <laughs> no, he's seven, is what I was going to say. Not oh, okay, John cool. Candy. <laughs> I wasn't going to name who he's played by. I was just trying he's to work out was by... he six or seven or eight, and I was like, hang on, don't get that wrong. Um, <laughs> he he's seven. Yeah. God, what if he's? Hang on. I've Mate, got, it's, it's, no look, parents listen to this podcast. You don't need to worry. Oh, they God. haven't got no, the time. Yeah, I know. You're right. It's just, it's really, it's really, well, I think parents listen to this, but parents of older children than that listen to this. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's uh, fair. <laughs> um, well, let us know. Maybe there are people who listen to like, yes, I listen to this um, uh, with the headphones on and close my eyes so I can't see or hear the little kids <laughs> just for a break, you know, and fair enough to you. Um, I've got three godchildren, two of them are nine and one of them seven. Yeah, he's seven. So um, <laughs> anyway, the point is um, he, uh, he, he has his teachers tested positive for COVID. Oh, balls. And they were like, well, you could still come over because we can sort of do things separately or we can keep you somewhere else. Or or, or, or actually, they were like, do you know what? You've already had it. I have. That's true. Yeah. Um, so you probably can't get it again. So we're fine with you if you want to come over. But I wanted to let you know. Sure. And I was sort of thinking, oh, that's fine. But I've realised, actually, and I have never really talked about this. And I want to talk about it because I did have it in March yeah. and April. And I didn't really talk about this at the time. Um, But I think I have a sort of post-traumatic uh, stress-related feeling about it. So when I had it in March and April, I was so extremely ill, Mm. I thought I was genuinely dying. I genuinely believed that uh, for about uh, a couple of days, which was very scary. Mm. Um, And, you know, perhaps I'm uh, melodramatic. Um, but also, well, in really... fairness, I kept dressing up in that cloak. You did. You had, you had that side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Ooh. <laughs> Those flashing um, lights behind. Yeah. Which, in retrospect, considering this is a deadly virus, was cruel. <laughs> it was very. It was, but the costume was very cheap. There was yes. a sudden drop in price. Well, I was really ill. I, I, I had a fever, and and I think this is what caused it to be so scary. Was that my fever was so high. And long-lasting that I was hallucinating. Yeah. And I think part of the hallucinations was a fear of death. 
and yeah, okay. and that sort of all is contained. And I couldn't. And also, you when you can't breathe and you're hallucinating death, mm. it's you might like, as well be dead. Yeah, that. it's a really <laughs> bad day. Yeah, especially if you know. And at the time, Josie was, I would say, caring, but also quite annoyed. Yeah, <laughs> that she is. <laughs> Did she get sick at the same time? She didn't get sick, so I caught it from my daughter. Okay. Um, who burnt through it in like 32 hours, yeah. um, as is sometimes the case with kids. Josie has been has had it but is asymptomatic, mm. um, and I got it really badly. But she has had breathing problems. She didn't have a sort of reaction to it in like a normal virus, but she's had breathing problems for about six months um, yeah. and now has to have an inhaler. And I... Um, I, I've just really... I, I But the point is, so I was very ill for about three weeks, and I'm not trying to... Oh, poor Johnny. Because uh, that was a long time ago. And I, But I I realised I actually have a really... I was. It took me until August to feel better. Mm. And I think it's... Two people have been confirmed to have had it twice. Yeah, so I, I read about one of them the other day. Yeah. I didn't know whether it was like... Yeah. And so it's unlikely that I'll be the third if I go and visit my friends, one of whom... Certainly isn't ill. In it. Their son isn't ill in any way, so he could only be asymptomatic, which does exist, but is but is rarer. I mean, Josie's mm. an example of it existing, but it is rarer. So he probably doesn't have it. Yeah. But I still feel I can't go, and I realise that because that's quite. I'm quite gung ho about these sorts of things. Not in a sort of. I'm not an anti-vax or anti-mask. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, not mental. I just yeah. mean I think I'm quite. I'm quite like I, I'm. I'm relatively rational, but I'm also quite okay. Well, let's. Let's not go crazy. Yeah. Um, and, but I realised, I think I should acknowledge just how hard it was and how fearful I am. And I think, I don't know, I was sort of thinking about that because in Trowbridge we met mm. with, because you do on these projects, we're doing a community theatre project in, and you, you sort of meet everyone in an umbrella way that we perhaps wouldn't in the alternative comedy modern theatre world that we yeah. Yeah, yeah. wankily live in. Um we met a group of anti-maskers, anti-vaxxers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know how I feel about that now, because I'm sort of thinking, Christ, if if one of your community had been as ill as I was, you wouldn't possibly be in this situation. Yeah. It must be that you, you are anti-mask because you haven't yet witnessed this happen yeah. to you or your friend. I can only imagine or because I can't imagine the response to someone being that sick would be to be like yeah that's not real like, yeah I mean I know people who died um more friends of friends or well, family of friends actually yeah um Likewise. and I haven't had anyone I haven't lost anyone in my immediate circle mm. um I don't know. I don't know. This isn't leading to a grand point. It's just all of my thoughts it, coming out. At it once. doesn't have to. It's it. It makes a salient point though about sort of not fear because I think that's the wrong word for it, but caution in because yeah. I mean that's quite fear and caution time. are very different. They are hugely different. I'm not. And, I've not been cautious enough. I think lately I've been a bit, and now suddenly I'm quite fearful. With this incident. Absolutely. And I think that's going to remind me to be more cautious. Yeah. Sort of like Uncle Buck. Like, <clears throat> if you... if you, <laughs> you gave me a look there. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'll, I'll give it, I'll give it, I'll give it a minute. Well, uh, <laughs> this is uh, like it, it's just if you, if you, if you're not, if, if you're too, <laughs> if you're, if Uncle Buck, he he wasn't the best uncle. I can't remember the plot very well. Okay. What uh, John Candy? John Candy. Has he, to look after a load of kids, and he's exactly rubbish, and, at and he's it. really and he's really gun ho about it at the top, like not sure. in a good way. He's like uncle, he's Uncle Buck. He's an idiot, right? But then sure. he he learns a begrudging respect for the children, and actually turns into quite a good parent who saves the day, as far as I remember. Macaulay Culkin's in it, and does is is Uncle Buck the reason he then goes on to be left home alone? I think so. <laughs> yes, exactly. But then he does become very richy rich. So. <laughs> Um, getting and, even with dad exactly. I just couldn't think of one but I thought I'd just throw in another I'm surprised that we know three Macaulay Culkin film type four I mean it ends Mark. there after well Home Alone 2 and then, and then Home Alone that's 2 it. okay right Home Alone Home Alone 2 Uncle Buck yeah. Richie getting Rich. even with dad Richie Rich um, um, uh, My Girl My Girl I haven't Where, seen that uh, I was about to tell you what happens oh okay go for it no, that's like I don't want to do. Oh, a it's irrelevant. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, for those of you who don't want to know the plot of my girl, spoilers, In- including myself. Um, it's. Um, I'm going to tell you what happens. Yeah, I mean I'll the film's like 1991, it. so if you you know, like, I've had a lot of time. Yeah, but if you don't want, to, just uh, just take your ears out. Count to five. Uh, Macaulay Culkin dies. Oh. Okay. Welcome and we're back. back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So that's it. I think much like Uncle Buck, we've sort of like we didn't know what we were doing at the top, and then we've had to learn very quickly all of these new things that mm. you know we didn't get right for a long time, and now we're actually quite good at those things. But we are at the end of the day still John Candy. So well, John Candy is also in Home Alone. Is he? Yeah, he plays the guy. Oh, so, fuck, yeah, of course he is. Yeah, in the van. In yeah, in the van. Gets, he gets him back across, gets the his gets mum the back mum. across so America. So the mum the arrives somewhere and she's meant to change flight and the flight's been cancelled because of the snow. Yeah, and, of course. And she bumps into John Candy with his yeah. band and they're all umpa singers. Is it umpa? No, it's uh, polka. Yeah, they're, they're polka the pol- singers. They're a polka Polka, band. polka, polka. Yeah. And um, they've... Polka, they're a polka, polka band. Polka. Yeah. <laughs> and... He's like, just get in the van. We're gonna we're gonna hire a van and we're gonna yep. get there, and we'll drop you off. Mm. And he's lovely, so he's lovely great. to her. But yeah. he and lots of the guys are like, yeah, I, I don't know my kids. I haven't. I've I've messed up. Yeah, it's a really good bit of the film, isn't it? It's but it's the thing about John Candy is he is incredibly funny. Yeah, he's actually a phenomenal actor. Like, yeah. there's so much depth in everything, and. I think it's quite easy to just remember him as funny, which he was incredibly yeah. funny. But actually, everything he's in, yeah, I love John Candy. Well, you say Cool Runnings, man. I mean, oh, Cool Runnings is a great film. Is it? Yeah. I, well, I don't. I, I, I have got a nervousness it in about years. it. <laughs> There's a lot of films like that where you go, "That was amazing," and you watch back now and you go, oh, "Gosh, that's very racist." Yeah, um, yeah exactly. <laughs> so I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to nail myself to the tree. I'm happy to throw my, my, my hat in for Uncle Buck. I, re- I remember it enough. And Home Alone. I mean, I loved Home Alone. Home Alone was a, it was our Christmas film. Well, up. Home Alone is an interesting film because um, 
there's that theory yeah that um kevin McAllister's family because they've yeah. got a lot of money yeah and they're all a bit shady mm. that they're actually mafia guys oh really i mean yeah the, you... the, the family are all sort of mafia people and that's one that's like why they're being robbed and targeted when they go well, away but why would you why would you rob a mafioso like you'd well you'll have to read the subreddit bullshit I, on this sure okay i mean uh, i i will now yeah, yeah. so like. I mean, but it's a really good there's someone has gone through it and gone here's 11 reasons why mm. <laughs> well i i mean okay i i will I'll rewatch Home Alone anyway because I'm a huge fan. God, we're meant to be watching Paul this week. That won't sync nicely. It won't. Um, but but that, God, it's <laughs> yes, such a we were meant to be doing. Well. We are going to do a watch along. Last week we asked people to send in the suggestions of what films they wanted. Uh, Has anyone? Got, no, any, no, 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 no. I've had one one response. Okay. Uh, gross point blank from Austin. Okay, I've not heard of that gross point blank yeah i think it's a john cusack movie oh i love john cusack i don't know if that's true it's a 1997 film yeah it's got it's got john and joan cusack and joan joan is she is a diamond in the rough joan (laughs) she doesn't get nearly enough work oh wait hang on do you want to hear this yeah go on martin blank yeah is a professional assassin. He's oh, sent okay. on a mission to a small Detroit suburb, Gross Point, and by coincidence, his 10-year-old high school reunion party is taking place there at the same time. What a coincidence that is. You know it's good because it's got five credited writers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and one of them is... John Cusack. Oh, there you go. Well, he did write a lot, didn't he? I don't know enough about John Cusack to answer that question. Yeah, that's fair. Here's what I know about John Cusack. Okay. He's uh, related to Joan Cusack. Yep. But I've I've inferred that rather than I'm certain. Right, okay. <laughs> uh, he's in High Fidelity. Yep. Is that the one about records? It's the one where he he owns a record store and is very depressed. And there's the list of five things that are like, what are the five things you wanted to do with your life? And he writes down like, I wanted to be an astronaut. I wanted to be all this right. sort of stuff. And then there's that really lovely line that's like, they get to the bottom of the list and it's number five. And it's like, don't you think running a record store should have been on your list? And he's like, well, maybe it is better than being an astronaut. And then I I remember it very fondly. Um, I remember watching it and thinking it was rubbish, but I don't know if that's, you know, in the same know, way you... that I've remembered some things as really good and never weren't. I think my problem is the guy who wrote High Fidelity yeah. also wrote About a Boy and a few other books and things. Yeah, I can't remember his name. It's John Candy, wasn't it? it was... it's de- <laughs> um, he's, a, he's, a, he's a very popular novelist. Right. Um... You know, he's very famous. I remember his name. Oh, yeah, one of the one of the greats. Um, Lucas Mora. No, no, no. <laughs> Jan Vertonghen. Um, Nick Hornby. 
Ah, of the Hornby sisters. I remember him being very popular, so I read one of his books and really didn't like it. Okay. And then people were like, no, we've given him another chance. So I, I, have, I have ended up giving him a chance four times, and all four books I didn't like. Okay. Um, I've never read a Nick Hornby, I don't think. Is he something to do with trains? No, Hornby is a... No, we need to... Hornby trains... It's just... Let's it's a just whole different on. thing, okay. <laughs> right, so, we're coming to the end. Um, and we're going to oh. continue this on <laughs> Patreon because this has been half an hour and while some of it's been gold, uh, <laughs> <We've> got- <laughs> the last the last few minutes have felt... Um, uh, uh, well, I got a bit distracted because I think we got we got close to we got very close to a truth that is I'm also quite scared of everything at the moment, and that's been true throughout lockdown away. But I think it's different now that it, it, you did say something really interesting about caution and fear being different things, and I think that is a a point to take home in that. Well, I think I thought I was very lucky that I'd got the virus early because, in a way, that's sort of been a protection. Yeah. Um, and therefore, I'm less fearful of the unknown. But now I'm quite fearful of the known uh, because yeah. I've had it, and um, it was uh, astonishingly fuck awful. awful. Yeah, and I'm still not fully recovered mentally. And it took me six months or five months to get over it physically. So it's all you know, it's all here and there. Look, um, we're going to move over onto Patreon. Uh, patreon.com forward slash johnny and the baptists if you want to support us for as little as five pounds a month you get mm-hmm. to hear the second half of this podcast we'll continue mm-hmm. on similar topics and talk for another bit of time uh you get that every single week uh there's also uh videos uh, as we discussed earlier we are doing a watch along uh later this week uh, or at the start of the weekend um of either the movie paul Mm-hmm. Um, written by Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, or mm-hmm. the movie Gross Point Blank by its cavalcade of writers. I think it's actually quite a good film. I think it was just, you know, you know when like a film has clearly been developed a lot and it's ended yeah. up with a lot of people attached to its name. But uh, apparently a very good film. Uh, we've not seen... I've not seen... No, I think I've seen Paul. I think I've seen Paul, but I remember nothing of it. And I definitely haven't seen Gross Point Blank. If you want to uh, enjoy the watch along, you have to be a Patreon supporter. Um, And obviously being a Patreon supporter makes us incredibly happy uh, because it uh, provides us some comfort and solace in this world where we can no longer tour. Uh, But it also, we try and provide a lot of content for you. Like I said, there's going to be this watch along. Um, We're doing a monthly gig streamed gig uh just for the patreon people or you can buy a five pound ticket if you don't support us on patreon uh and obviously there's the weekly podcast we also upload uh fun things polls um and uh pictures it's... and videos and all sorts of things and obviously uh we love you all of you who can afford to support us if you can't uh you could just recommend us to a friend and they might that would be you know if you can't afford it that would be a lovely thing to do um or you just do nothing is also fine because christ the world's so hard yeah um that's the end of the spiel right paddy yes what have we learned <laughs> don't go uh don't go into the fridge with a knife yeah uh um, two bears are bigger it. than a toaster. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Speak to you later. Bye.